Luke, I have a question. What did you learn in your business class? Hi, everybody. I'm Luke. I'm Spencer. And on today's episode of Dad, I have a question. Um, my dad is going to be interviewing me about the um, five-week business class that I recently just finished, um, where it's like a business incubator, and I started my and I started my own company. I'm not not quite sure yet whether I'm going to be pursuing it for real or not, but I definitely learned a lot about business. And we wanted to talk about it on the podcast. All right. So when you were first um, starting this business class, they, you know, what was the first thing that they did in trying to prompt you to help figure out what kind of business to start? Okay. So um, we actually did a very interesting thing for that. They gave us um, a matrix, um, one for product and one for service. So which one? Which one should I tell you about, product or service? Uh, let's choose. We'll do product. Okay, so, product. um. For the product, the, it was three things. And obviously, if you have a great idea, you should just pursue it. But if you're trying to think of one, then this is a good process to use. Um, so the first thing you did is pick three things that you're interested in. Um, so, for example, I think I, I chose soccer, electronic music, and um, I chose soccer, electronic music, Marvel and... Marvel maybe? Um, no. Um... Anyways, we'll come we'll come back to it. But like you would have three things that you're good at, mm-hmm. um, and then you would have intercepting with those columns. Um, on the other side, you would have um, I think it was uh, three types of products. One was um, prestige luxury, one was time slash money saving, and one was fun slash unique. So for yeah. example, we'll try one together. For soccer, what is a um, what's a soccer product that could be that for, that's for like prestige or luxury um like a super awesome ball that's sure. like really perfect cool and fancy um, what about something that is that's fun and unique for soccer yeah like different um, out that you know like out there like a goal that about an, auto- an automated person that plays with you i think is what someone had okay cool um or like a goal where when you kick it sure the ball bounces back or something sure okay great um so uh, and then we need one more. It's time or money saving. I think that for this one, I was thinking about uh, money saving. And I was thinking that um, the bigger things are, the more expensive they are. So I wanted to make something small that was already something big in soccer. And I chose soccer goals. I chose a foldable soccer goal hmm. that you could like like put in your suitcase on a trip, you know? That's cool. Um, so now we have our three products and then... Uh, we don't need to go too long because we have a lot of things to talk about, but I did that for electronic music, and I did that for my one other category. I didn't. I already had an idea before that, so I didn't actually end up picking an object from the Matrix, but um, a lot of people in my class did, and they all had really good products and services, so uh, that was really good. That That's really a cool fun. framework for thinking about how, mm-hmm. like, and service. Um, service is very is um, very similar. I'm sure you could formulate your own matrix for service pretty easily. So then I remember um, walking in one time and hearing you on the on your screen on the video, you know, in the video class talking about mission. What was mission the, statement? Tell me about yes. that. Yes. Um, so we did a pretty cool a uh, pretty cool thing for mission statements where we each got assigned a mission statement um and we like analyzed analyzed it from and an we, existing company right, yes okay. and we watched a video about a mission statement and um we learned some things from that video but let me talk about some of the stuff that we analyzed because like anybody can watch a video about it you know mm-hmm. oh and also uh this is just kind of like a fun tip but um you should not use the word solution in your mission statement according to experts why um 
I don't, I don't know. We we watched a we watched a video um about how to formulate a mission statement and one of the and they gave us like five pieces of advice and one of the five with like not like not much explanation behind it is that if it includes the word solution, you're not done yet. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. It might be that that it they want their mission statements to be more aspirational, kind of more like like um sure, a thing to really aim for like a high level anyway okay so what so um, i'll tell you i'll tell you what my, i took away from the one that i from the one that i got was um mine was very short i can't exactly remember uh which company it belonged to unfortunately but mine felt more like a tagline mm-hmm. than a mission statement so i decided that i wanted to have a tagline for my company and a mission statement for my company. Okay. Um, I think that this might be a good segue to talk about my company yeah, a little bit, so, so I can give you the mission statement. So, um, my company that I started for this is called Swap It. Um, and basically, the problem that I was trying to solve is that um, there's no tr- there's no trusted like there's no trusted forum for people who like for like fandom lovers or like people who love Star Wars or people who love Marvel or people who love Pokemon. There's no like trusted place that's digital um, where people can um, not only sell but trade items of their fandom. So how Swap It would work is um, you would go on Swap It, you would give, you would like send me your item, and then I would list that item for sale. So for example, let's say you had, let's say you had a Pokemon card, right? Um, you would you would send me a picture of that Pokemon, give me the card, give me the information, then I would list that thing for you on the site. Then with your email and then someone would see that and say okay great um i want that and then i connect you with them say safely um and then you guys can negotiate with money or trading um and that's essentially how swap it works so and and how is that different from ebay or other platforms like that sure um i'd say that our main competitor is ebay and i we couldn't stress enough i couldn't stress enough in the business class um, I am not eBay, um, and everybody kept trying to compare me to eBay. This is very, this is very different, and I'd say it's for three main reasons. First one is community, which I might talk about later. But I'll, but basically, there's a chat wall on our site. It's fun. It's a place to not only trade objects, but to like get connected with other people who mm. like the same things that you do. And you just so don't not do just that. You do, yeah, you just don't. You don't do that on eBay. You know. Mm-hmm. Second is kid-friendly. Um, one of my main missions for this site is that I want parents to trust their kids to use this site. Maybe not completely alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it is still, you are still giving your objects to other people, you know? But um, this is, this is my goal for this was always to become, like, for parents to trust their kids to use it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the what third the th- one is the trading functionality. Right. And, and so just, again, to explain how that works, you don't have to use money to buy someone else's you can stuff. You can or, also you trade. You can or you can't. So let's say that um, Katarina wanted your Pokemon card that I listed for you. Um, once I connect you guys with each other, Katarina can say, I'll give you 10 bucks for it. You can say five bucks. Or she could give you her comic book for it, or another Pokemon card, and it's all negotiated by you guys. So that's particularly good for kids who have maybe objects but not money. 
Yes. So they can kind of trade or yes. combine money with the objects. Got it. Okay, so you came up with this idea. So Let's can talk I talk about, about naming. But hold on. Okay. Um, can we talk about my mission statement and yeah, my tagline? So my tagline was celebrate your fandom. Celebrate your fandom. Um, which cool. really clicked to me. I really liked it. And you came up with that. Yes, I did. Um, and I'm want, I don't have my mission statement with me, um, but I will... Uh, that's really annoying, actually. I'm sorry. I don't have my mission statement with me. But um, it's okay. basically, we, it, we've already said all the things that I've said in it with community and kid-friendly and trading functionality. Okay. Um, what about the yeah. name? Did they talk? Did you do a unit on naming? Yes, we did. Um, the naming was very interesting also. So they gave us a few categories of names, and we were supposed to use one for each name in our company. The first one, um, so I think that there was, there was maybe three, maybe four, but I'll, I'll name three of them. The first one was like a word that um, like invokes the emotion of your company, you mm -hmm. know? So like um, that's very functional. I'd say that this is what swap it falls under mm -hmm. because you are literally swapping items. Fun fact, tradable was my first name, mm -hmm. but because of domains, which we'll talk about later, I said it all on swap it. Um, but Anyways, yeah, so swap it is like very directly, it, I'd say that it's not actually an emotion, it's directly describing your thing. Mm. Um, the second, um, and can you name any, can you name any companies that, were, that like, their, their names like directly um, describe what sure. they um, sell, you know? Um, Auction.com or stamps.com. Awesome. Perfect, right? Um, another one would be one that like invokes an emotion that works for your company, you know? Um, and I don't have an example of this on hand, but this one is more about getting people to feel what you want them to feel for your company, mm -hmm. not like telling them. And then the third one was, um, oh, actually there's four. The third one was using some kind of like mythology to describe it. A good example of this is, um, Nike. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, by the way, one for the example of emotion is Starbucks. Because uh, it's like ports and it's like relevant to Seattle. Mm. Um, but anyways, like Nike uh, is the Greek goddess of victory, mm. I think. Um, and that's why they want it, Nike to be their name. Um, and the fourth one is a certain um, lang is like a certain language, like something in Latin or something in Greek, for example. Got it. Um, so that is how I settled on the name Swap. So then you did a unit on URL selection. Perfect. Domain and URL, yes. Okay. Um, obviously, uh, um, as many people know, um, the best place to go for this is absolutely GoDaddy. Um, <laughs> that was not a paid placement. There are many domain registrar is the, websites. Is the, okay, fine. I, that, we, well, I'll tell you, we use GoDaddy. Okay. okay? <laughs> um, and... Um, originally with my name tradable, I couldn't really, I couldn't find a .com that worked, so I switched to Swapit. Um, however, Swapit did not have the .com available either. One thing important is that just because it, if it doesn't have it, you should still search it anyway. So for example, Swapit, it said that Swapit.com was taken, but I searched Swapit.com into Google and nothing was there, which most likely means that a domain squatter has it, like who like buys up a ton of domains and then waits for people like me to want them and then pay them a ton of money to get it, mm -hmm. um, which I did not do. Um, and I settled on swapit.world because I actually I actually liked world in general because I liked that um, 
this is different than in-person trading. You know, you can do this with anybody anywhere around the world. Um, and I got to use the name Swap It. Cool. And it was um, $3 a year for the first year. That's good. That's a good really, price. Really Better than paying price. a squatter lots and lots of money. Lots. Okay, so you had a name, a mission statement, um, uh, an idea for the service. I can talk about um, some stuff. I have some more things. What so, else? Um, just so you know, the thing that I'm, re- I'm referencing right now is uh, a 10-slide um, pitch that we did. So at the, at the end of the class, uh, actually, I'll talk about the end of the class later. Uh, let me stay on track. But, um, so, yeah, okay. Um, they also had us build a website. They gave us um, uh, many places that we could make our website. I chose Wix. Okay. Actually, no, I did not. I chose the GoDaddy uh, website maker. You started on Wix, and then yes. you switched it back to GoDaddy. Okay. Um, and GoDaddy uh, was helpful for the website. Um, I chose the blog setting for my website because... Um, it actually worked really well. I would like to build a trading functionality sometime in the future, um, but for now I needed a workaround to get people to trade, and I decided on the postings or the listing thing, and that worked really well with the blog, and it gives you your own tie-ins, um, and it looked really nice, and I designed um, swapit.world, and then I launched it. Um, if, I add in, if I add in more content, then it automatically collect, connect me to Google AdSense. I connected to Google Analytics. Um, and all this was pretty easy for all you, this for was you ver- very easy. without writing any code yes. on GoDaddy. Okay. Yes, very easy. Um, I mean, even even connecting to Google Analytics was literally just, they just gave me, like, just, they said, copy-paste this into your website. Just, boom, I just connected. It was great. Tell us about the marketing strategy that you had to build out. So, yes, um, they, um, th- they kind of, um, just, like, let us make our marketing plan on our own. So, I, had a f- I made a four-step marketing plan with that made it so that I didn't have to pay anything. Um, but then I'm also going to work on paid marketing later down the line. So step one was making a website um, under the domain swapit.world because we are a web-based company. Um, step two, which I'm still actually working on for Swapit, is um, social media accounts. Um, what, so what was your social media plan? So I had a lot of ideas for social media, uh, you, which you, some of which you helped me with. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I could uh, f- uh, have contests. I could feature new items that are available, uh, follow influencers that are related to comics and trading cards. Um, there's a lot of uh, messages that I can get out all over social media. Um, my third step was email marketing. Um, you can subscribe to Swap It on our website where I notify you about like news and, about and Swap It and new item notifications. on your GoDaddy website. Yes, yes, I did. So you um, can sign up for a newsletter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I connected myself to it, for example. So when I list a new item, it emails you. Um, step four, word of mouth slash personal marketing. Um, this includes like, you know, this is, ju- this is just more like me telling my friends and my family telling our friends, you know, um, and talking about it on the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. So for the purpose of the Shark Tank, uh, uh, they had a What story. do you mean the Shark Tank? You, like, so yeah. So let me talk about that really quick. Um, this all lead up. This all led up to the final day where we all presented our things. Well, where we are all presented our companies, um, and basically we gave a ten slide presentation that we worked on, um, that has all almost all of this information about our company, and then we had like fake money to like invest in other companies, and other people invested in us. Uh, Swap it got a really great deal. We got what we were looking for plus five thousand dollars. 
So you you um, pitched to the other students, right? And so the I teacher. pitched to the stu- I pitched to all the students, and a certain student invested. Like they like we got a lot of offers, but we chose one of the offers. Got it. Um, and then I got and then I got to um, invest in everybody else's. I got two deals. Was one of three people in my class to get two deals. <laughs> Um, so in, in reflecting on what some of the other companies were that you were most interested in, um, what, what something that they had in common with each other? Like what else was Im- impressive and why? Hmm. Yeah, okay. So um, I invested in, in two companies. Why? Um, well, the first one was a, um, d- it was a, like a graphic design company for like uh, clothing and accessories. So like you would like, design a piece of clothing online and then they like send it to you for a price mm. um and i'd say that um the um what i liked about that one was that um i didn't imagine myself personally using it but i could name a lot of people that i know mm-hmm. that would use it um and i like investing i like investing in stuff i like well, in make this case investing. make a believe investing in stuff that i think that i would use or that people around me would use mm-hmm. And I think that that was true for the two investments that I made. Cool. Um, so, oh yeah, go did ahead. Did they talk about market sizing? Like how to figure out if an idea has a, a potential big appeal? Um, so they, uh, what we did for that was we, they gave us, um, we had to figure out our target market. Okay. So they had us make up three target customers and I can read them off to you now. Sure. Obviously there's a lot of target customers, but these are just like examples. So these are like what, right. what we sometimes call personas? Sure. Okay, go ahead. Um, so the first one is the trading card enthusiast. Age 11, gender any, marital status single, uh, income not applicable, hobbies, Pokemon card, trading, video games, etc. Values, fun, friendship, location, anywhere in America, big cities are better. Shopping location so anywhere we're trading. So you're reading from one of your your slides yes. in your in your pitch yes. deck, and that's one of the three personas that yes. you think will use. The second swap one it. was the comic book collector, ages nine to fifteen, gender any, and this is all very this is all all very similar to the trading card collecting, but for comic book store. Got it. Um, and then the third one was the action figure and sci-fi lover. Um, again, very again very similar. So cool, but what cool. we learned from this is that. Our target market is kids who like action figures, sci-fi, comic books, and trading cards. Awesome. Sounds like a pretty cool camp, um, and I'm glad you learned so much in it. Okay, yeah. Um, there, were a few, there were a few things that we, um, that we didn't get to, but I'll just like, I'll run, run through really quick. We can't describe them for Swap It, but um, if you're making your own pitch, um, you, should do, you should make a graph thing about why you're better than your competition. Like, for example, our features were kid-friendly, talking with others online across the world, option to trade, not sell, and focused on collectibles, where we proved that we beat out eBay and in-person trading in both of those categories. So a slide that compares your company with your competition. Um, Yes. Got it. And a five-year plan and a 10-year plan. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, obviously, you have to do a predictive value because you're looking for an ask. Um, And for that, they actually showed us you do your monthly, add your monthly gross to your yearly estimation to your five-year estimation. So if you figure out what you make in a month, like we'll say 5,000, and then multiply it by 12 for your year, and then multiply your year by five for your five-year. Okay, so try to come up with an estimate of the first five years revenue of the business. Um, no, add five-year to year to month. So add them all up, and then divide them by three for your company value. Right. Um. So we had got our company value at 121. Six, so six, six, so six, this six. rule of thumb that, that, that this class said is yes. 
basically take the five, the first five years cumulative revenue and divide it by three. And that's an approximate value of the company, which Correct. is a rule of thumb I had never heard before. It's an interesting, mm-hmm. an interesting framework. Um, so, so we and so then that puts us at like about a hundred thousand, and we wanted to have, um, we didn't want to give out more than fifteen percent. So we asked for fifteen k for fifteen percent. Um, yeah, that was uh, what we did. Okay. Oh, and you also are going to want to talk about um, what makes you unique. Um, and what makes you better than your competition, which we already talked about, and uh, your story as a person. That's interesting. And, and actually, let's let's end on that because that's something that I talk a lot about when I make direct because investments. You, uh, I The two companies I invest in, I like the companies, but I also like the people. I was looking for the start for people because like we, we know the people in our class, people that I can work with and people that I know are hard workers. Um, and I think that... Um, your story and your persona are really important. And your connection to the idea. I think the fact that you were really interested in yes. these collectibles uh, makes you a better founder of a company like Swap Yes, it. totally. I was, I, um, there was one person in our class, I won't like name anything obviously, who like clearly didn't have an emotional attachment to their company, mm. you know, and was just doing, cause like, oh, that's an idea and it's profitable. Um, but like you have to have an emotional attachment to your company. You have to want to do it. I agree. You have to think that you would use it, which I would. Thank you, Luke, for teaching me what you learned in yeah. your All right. business class. Um, this was a long episode, but thank you for listening. And um, hope you make your business, and it's awesome. <laughs> Bye, uh, everybody.